This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Volvo is copying Tesla. It's investing more than a billion dollars at a plant in Sweden to get ready to build its next generation of fully electric vehicles. While some of that money will go towards a new battery assembly plant, a paint shop, and final assembly area, the big news is that Volvo is going to start using mega castings, where a large number of components are brought together into a single large casting. As it shows off in some images, it looks like the entire rear section of its next-gen BEV is made from one large aluminum casting. With the improvements, Volvo says its vehicles will have more range, faster charging, and lower costs. And that plant has the capacity to build up to 300,000 vehicles a year. Tesla is going on a hiring spree in China, and it's all about boosting its sales and deliveries of new cars in the world's largest market. Tesla announced its job postings on WeChat and said it wants to hire more than 1,500 new employees. 662 of those people, or 43% of them, will be involved in sales, deliveries, and service. The rest are for R&D, manufacturing and assembly, IT, supply chain, and other functions. But Gasku reports that the list of job postings keeps growing. And last year, Tesla's production in China grew 235%, and the company clearly wants to keep that kind of growth going. GM is pushing back production of the next generation Chevy Colorado and GMC Canyon. According to Auto Forecast Solutions, the trucks were supposed to go into production in November, but now they're scheduled to roll down the line starting in January of 2023 at GM's Wentzville, Missouri plant. As we reported last week, GM's mid-sized trucks are behind their competitors in the segment. But if you add sales together, GM is in the number two spot. However, they're still well behind the Toyota Tacoma, which outsells GM's mid-sized pickups by more than a two-to-one margin. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. As the transition to electric continues, we're going to see more stories like this. The Nikkei reports that Nissan will stop building all combustion engines for major markets except the U.S., but it didn't reveal when. The reason the U.S. will still have ICEs is because they'll be used to power its trucks. Nissan also operates in emerging markets where it will continue to use ICEs as well. Lexus showed off a new BEV concept called the Electrified SUV. Not the greatest of names, but at least it's not called Vision. It's still very much in the concept form, with flush-mounted door handles, pillarless windows, and digital side-view mirrors. But it bears a lot of resemblance to the RZ450e, which goes on sale later this year. And it gives you an idea of what a production version of the electrified SUV could look like. It will likely be the second BEV in Lexus's lineup, and looks bigger than the RZ. And speaking of EV concepts, check out this car from DS Automobiles. It's a high-performance BEV that has the same powertrain as its Formula E race car. It features a carbon monocoque and two electric motors that combine for 600 kilowatts or 815 horsepower. They also generate a whopping 8,000 newton meters or over 5,900 pound-feet of torque at the wheels. 
DSS testing of the one-off prototype starts this month. Last week, AAA revealed a study that found that driver monitoring systems that use cameras for semi-autonomous driving are better at keeping the driver engaged than steering wheel systems. And now the supplier Magna has developed a solution for automakers that makes it easier to integrate monitoring systems into vehicles. It combines the camera, infrared emitters, and electronic control unit into the rearview mirror. The single camera is not only able to monitor the driver, but also other passengers. Magna will start making the unit for a German automaker in 2024, but it did not reveal which company. Mobility is becoming electric, connected, and autonomous, just like the manufacturing world. But we'll always be one thing, a reliable partner for our customers. Alfa Romeo desperately needs more product in its lineup. Right now, it only has two volume models, the Giulia and Stelvio. So say hello to the Tonale, a compact SUV that Alfa hopes will bring more people into its showrooms around the world. Today, we'll concentrate on the powertrains, which offer something for just about everybody. Depending on what region of the world you live in, you'll get to choose from a gasoline engine, a diesel, a hybrid, or a plug-in hybrid. Let's start with the gas engine, which is a 2-liter turbo with 256 horsepower. That will only be sold in North America and the Middle East. Now for the hybrid powertrain. It uses a 1.5-liter Miller cycle engine mated to a 7-speed automatic that's offered with two different power outputs, either 130 horsepower or 160. It's a 48-volt mild hybrid system with a 15-kilowatt electric motor. The IC engine features a new cylinder head with internal ports that provide a more complete combustion. It has a 12.5 to 1 compression ratio with direct injection that delivers fuel at 350 bar, which is a staggering 5,000 PSI. That kind of pressure helps atomize the fuel for complete combustion, and that in turn will lower emissions and improve fuel efficiency. Okay, now on to the plug-in hybrid. It uses a 1.3-liter turbo with 180 horsepower that powers the front wheels and a 90-kilowatt electric motor that powers the rear. Put the two together, and they crank out 275 horsepower, which runs through a six-speed automatic. The PHEV comes with a 15.5-kilowatt-hour battery pack that provides a combined 60 kilometers of pure electric range. That's only 37 miles. But Alpha says in city driving, you'll get 80 kilometers or about 50 miles of range. And sorry, EV fans, there's no battery electric version available. As for the diesel engine, well, we can't tell you that much about it because Alpha didn't give us much info, except to say it's a 1.6 liter turbo with a six-speed automatic. And it sounds like it will mainly be sold in developing markets. In the U.S., the Tonale will only be offered with all-wheel drive. As we already noted, the PHEV uses the electric motor on the rear axle to complement the front-wheel drive gas engine and blends the two together to power all four wheels. But the gasoline engine gets a mechanical all-wheel drive system as well. In tomorrow's show, we'll have more info about the vehicle. 
When Ford put its EV strategy together, it decided to launch its effort by electrifying its three most iconic products, the Mustang, F-150, and the Transit. While the Mach-E and Lightning are getting all the headlines, the E-Transit is just as important to the company, and today is the day it officially goes on sale. With a price of about $43,300, Ford says over 300 customers have ordered over 10,000 of the vans, so a lot of fleets are picking them up and it's already trying to figure out how it can increase production. With a 68 kilowatt hour battery pack, the low roof version should be able to deliver 126 miles of range, which should be plenty adequate for most commercial uses. Power comes from a 198 kilowatt motor that powers the rear wheels. That's about 265 horsepower. One way Ford wants to lure fleets into buying more e-transits is by pointing out it needs 40% less scheduled maintenance than a transit with an IC engine. But that brings us to the end of today's show. If you like our content, please like, comment, or subscribe. And we'll be right back here again tomorrow with your daily automotive news. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.